know what? I had a bet. I had a bet with my cousin how many times he's going to hit the floor tonight. That was only one. That's, that's the first time. That's it. I got three. Going hard out I got Hello everybody and Downright Sports is back and on today's episode we it's time to lace up because the NBA is just around the corner and we're about to do our annual NBA preview show where I uh, we're going to preview the 2022 and 2022 NBA season. We're also going to talk about the impact of LeBron James on sports period. So it's showtime.
to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. You hear the claps? <clears throat> that means it's Tuesday. It's past 8 o'clock and it only means one thing. It is showtime everybody and welcome to an all new Downright Sports. I'm your host the notorious sports critic Brent Reed coming at you from our temporary Downright Sports studios here in Mount Pocono, Pennsylvania if you will. Um... Yeah, it's the NBA preview show. But before we do that, as I was getting my thoughts together, <laughs> uh, feel free and thank you all for listening and participating. Um, you can hear Downright Sports weekdays on uh, DJ Chase Radio at 12 to 1. Uh, you can listen to it Thursdays at 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com when Downright Sports takes over. Uh, Saturdays, twice on Saturdays. At Fab 94.5, the hits at 8 a.m. And then 3 p.m. at Trap Radar Radio. And then finish it out Sundays at noon on She Real Radio. But you can always download the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. You can watch um, the Cliff Notes version of the show at YouTube and TikTok. Also, check out clips on Instagram and at the Downray Sports Facebook fan page. So, Got all that out the way. The NBA is around the corner, kids. It's almost here. Can you believe it? It's that time again where we lace them up and get on the on the on the hardwood. I was gonna say the blacktop. Get on the hardwood. We lace them up and we prepare to uh, the, the the grand old discussion: who's better, who's not, who. Um, Who's the man? Who's the better player? Who can ball? Who can't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 82 games of us guessing and trying to figure out who's better than who when realistically it's the same 16 teams every year. And it's the same 15 teams. And there's always that one 16 team that just poops his head right in there. I'm not going to make it through this segment with this hoodie on and I don't have a shirt underneath. Segment two, there will be a different version of what I'm wearing on my body. So, it's these lights, man. These lights is hot. So, in any case, I'm going to have to pause this. Like, I am... It's warm. I'm going to have to ask Allie to come here and open up this window. (laughs) I might have to. Um, Any case, so, inside. Let's see if I can just prolong through this, all right? Let's see how long it can go. So, I can't do it. Hold on. We got to pause. I I really have to pause. Like, I I can't. all right, that's a lot more comfortable because these lights are hot, boy. <laughs> anyway, so the NBA season is just around the corner, and let's dive in. So what I did going into this season, why is that stupid thing not work? Going into the season, uh, let's look back at the 2021. Let's look at the two last year. All right. So last season, what did we see? We saw the Lakers. 
We saw a bunch of teams that kind of disappointed. Um, those teams are, as I get to the notes, uh, you saw the top teams in the East, the Heat, Boston, and Milwaukee top teams in the West, Phoenix, Memphis, and Golden State. Uh, teams who I felt like kind of underperformed, the 76ers, Brooklyn, the Lakers, the Clippers, teams that overachieve the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, the Bulls, and Cleveland. Because nobody thought Cleveland was going to turn around the way they did. Yes, they gave Nikolai Djokovic, whatever his name, they gave him the MVP. The MVP last year should have went to Joel Embiid. Because the numbers, that he, he, was, he was a standout player. His team didn't do well, but they kind of blew up his team. Uh, 30, 30 points a game, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. 4 assists. Excuse me. 4 assists for a guy who, if you look at the team on paper, he's not playing with four of the All-Stars. He's got, he had an overweight. When the season started for the 76ers, all right, let's be real. When the season started, you thought he was going into the year with Ben Simmons. But Ben Simmons' feelings was a little too heavy. He can't play. We find out later he had a back injury, which I don't think. He had a back injury. He got James Harden, who was not the James Harden we saw. And everybody was starting to say, is he done? And Joel Embiid still was balling. He balled out. He got the 76 to 51 wins. All right. You can't poo-poo that. You feel me? You can't poo-poo that. Some other players that you kind of had to look at uh, from the uh, Miami Heat standpoint, Tyler Hero, breakout, 20 points a game. They got 21 points when to round it up. The, 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 Miami, if if Jimmy Butler doesn't get old, Miami has a strong case again this year. Okay. You had some of your top uh, Golden State return to prominence. They won the championship. We saw what the Lakers did. Injuries plagued them. But because the team is constructed the way it is, if they lose one player or they lose two players, it just wasn't enough. We saw Russell Westbrook kind of, you know, he did things. He did what Russ did, but he wasn't the Russ of old. He, you know, which is crazy. He's barely 30. All right. We got to see the Phoenix Suns. The injury bug hit them, hurt them. You know, it put them in a bad situation. They were the best team, best record-wise, best team as far as point differential. Boy, best team. Uh, they were one of the top teams in defense. But injuries. Injuries. Pretty much at the end of the day. And you kind of got a glimpse of what life is going to look like with Chris Paul this coming season. Because he's older. Alright. He's much older. And there's a lot of wear and tear on that car. Okay. So. Who are the best teams coming into this season? Well. That's tough to say because the season hasn't started yet, but it's not the point of this show now, is it? So, if you look at the season going in, there was there were no there were block there were deals made, but there weren't deals to the extent of like huge. Because I try to do this as professional as possible. That let's throw that out the window. Okay, we're just going to fictitiously take this. And we're going to throw out that game plan, shall we? Let's look at this offseason. The offseason ended, and all we heard was the Lakers are getting a red arrest, but LeBron can't stand him. He hates him. He can't stand him. He's the worst in the world. 
you know, Brooklyn, Kevin Durant, he's mad. Kevin Durant's mad. He wants to trade. Kyrie Irving's mad. He wants to trade. None of them got traded. Bravo to these organizations for just telling these guys shut up and play. <laughs> like, yo, I'm paying you a lot of coin. Like, go go hoop. Like, we ain't do nothing fraudulent to you. You just don't want to play because for whatever reason. Because of the teams you built. Okay? LeBron asks for Westbrook. Like, let's get rid of this perception that the GM does work. When you have LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, um, Kyrie Irving, you know, certain type of players, they make the decision. They say, go get my best friend. Go get my BFF. And then when they get the BFF, they're like, it's like one of those things like, hey, he's a good friend in school, but do you really want him to come to the house because he pisses the bed all the time? Like, that is what keeps happening, and these guys don't seem to figure that out. Like, if you just let the GM and, you know, do their job and build the team, you know, they tend to win. Like, you didn't hear Tim Duncan say, you know, I really am good friends with that guy. Go get him. No. And if they did, they kept it quiet. It wasn't all this, like, I need my broski. So... This coming in, this coming season, you gotta figure out, or you gotta more or less kind of try to ask yourself. This is what I was looking for: Who are the teams that can actually win? Okay, teams that can actually win a Golden State and the Bucks. The Bucks last year might have found themselves back in the championship if injury, and that's the that statement can be said about a lot of teams, but the Bucks is one of them. If not. For Chris Middleton going down, that team finds itself possibly back in the finals. Golden State, nothing's changed. Now, they're a little older. Um, if Klay Thompson, after coming back at the second half of last year, he's getting a full season to play. Klay Thompson comes back and he hoops. Watch out. Because Steph took them to the finals and Klay Thompson was at 50% of what we could see. Shooters shoot, man. Shooters, that's the last thing to go on a shooter. Shooters keep hooping. You feel me? Like, shooters don't go away. I'm getting, like, so much updates. Yankees won. They just close the division. Whoop, whoop. So, teams that just look good, Boston and Brooklyn. They look good, but Boston's got a whole lot going on. And, you know, we'll touch on that in a second. Now, Dreamers, the Clippers, Dallas, and everybody else. All right? Why? Oh, and uh, let's get back to the we'll get back to the dreamers. It's like the maybes. Memphis, strong maybe, strong maybe. All right, I think they're missing a player, but that team looks good. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, no injuries. Let's see what happens with a full season. Minnesota Timberwolves, you you snark. Rudy Gobert just made life a million times easier for Carl Anthony Towns. You have a defensive player that doesn't need the ball. And I think the NBA today and these nerds keep thinking that for some strange reason, like, a guy who plays defense is bad. Draymond Green is an all-star, and he can't score more than four points a game. Just saying, like, there's, 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 there's other factors of the game that matter, okay? Uh, Denver. Denver should be in the Dreamers. Denver's not winning a championship. That team is such a joke. All right. Cleveland, not winning a championship, but maybe. Devin Mitchell joining the team that was already good last year changes a lot of things. All right. Now, we look at the landscape, and some of you may be saying to yourself, Brent, you're crazy. Brooklyn, they, they got everybody. Do they know? Because last year, lead, let me remind you, 
in the playoffs with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, which some of you may think that that's all you need is Kyrie and Kevin Durant. That's all I need. That's all I need. They got swept. They were 100%. They got swept. Four games. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. Swept. I don't know where the fifth game came from. Swept. Not win, not, did not win one game. Couldn't win a game. Just didn't win a game. Just chose not to win a game. And this is the team that you think with Ben Simmons who hasn't played in a year. And when the last time we seen him play, he couldn't score. Now, things change. He's a professional athlete. He's in the NBA. You know, he was selected. But there's a lot of guys that selected. I'm not going to pick them to help you win. Okay? If you look at the Brooklyn Nets team, I got it written down somewhere. I got notes like, why the wazoo? All right, here we go. Here we go. Got notes at the wazoo. All right, so you look at the Nets. Key players, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, period. Please, God, I hope they play. Ben Simmons, TJ Warren, uh, Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris is going to be a bully. That's what they need. They gonna, they're going to need a bully. They're going to need somebody that's going to be like, yo, what you doing, man? Get out of here, man. Shut up, man. Okay? I don't see Brooklyn making it to the finals. If they do, Mazel, but they ain't making it to the finals. All right? It's too early to call. I'm not picking who's going to a championship. Milwaukee. But I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to poo-poo but I think there are better teams constructed in the East that could stop this Brooklyn team. And if Brooklyn loses again and the Lakers lose again, the NBA ownership, the NBA GMs, they're going to see the pattern of you just going to get player A, player B, plug in and see what happens, that's going to die, okay, LeBron is in his 20th season, his impact and his influence is going to dwindle, because you got a team like the Golden State Warriors, that won a championship and they were built through the draft, you got the team like the Phoenix Suns, all they did was add Chris Paul, but mainly that team was built through the draft, they were the number one team last year, they went to the finals the year before, you got the Milwaukee Bucks, built through the draft, added a couple small pieces, Championship was going back. Boston Celtics built through the draft, okay? The Memphis Grizzlies built through the draft, added a few pieces. The super team is done. The, they, and the crazy part is if you look at the super teams, okay? The Boston Celtics of 08, the Miami Heat for those couple seasons, the, the, the Miami Heat those couple seasons, the Cleveland Cavaliers, because you could say um, LeBron, Love, Kyrie, okay? And the Lakers, kind of, sort of. They have a sl- they have five championships. That's it. Boston got one. Cleveland got one. Miami got two. Um, the Lakers got one. Brooklyn don't have any. Um, who else was it? There's a bunch of other super teams, but that's it. Oh, those Houston teams they put together don't have any. Like, those those super teams did not win. They just did it. I mean, yeah, they got five, but you got to say to yourself, Golden State's got four. <laughs> you know what I mean? A, a, old, a old San Antonio Spurs beat one of those Miami teams. Teams win, all right? Even on the blacktop, the best two players... And the block don't always beat a good team. It just don't. You know what I'm saying? You look at the Lakers. All right? Key players. LeBron, Davis, Westbrook, Beverly. They got their young boys. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, uh, Lonnie Walker, uh, the, the fifth. 
fourth, who was a spur and was pretty good. He averaged about 12 points a game. They're going to need those guys. But the problem is, one of the questions I have here, can LeBron continue to play at an MVP level? The man's in his 20th season. The man's getting up there. We all know well, Tom Brady is different a little bit. All right, Tom Brady don't play too uh, he don't play both sides of the ball. LeBron does at a high level. For the Lakers to be successful, Anthony Davis has to control everything. He has to control the narrative. What Russell Westbrook has to do the other grunt work. Let LeBron rest. Let him coach. Let him, you know, put up 25, 30, you know, 25 here. He shows off every now and then. But as soon as the All-Star break hits, he turns it on. He mashes the gas. He's, he's going. But between October and February, he needs to just take a chill, okay? You look at a team like Golden State, key players, Jordan Paul, Peel, uh, something like that, Klay <laughs> uh, Thompson, Steph Curry, keys, okay? The help, James Weissman, um, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. Golden State's going to be all right, barring injury and for all the time. Golden State's going to be all right. They got five kookaroos. Six. Six kookaroos. I'm recession-proof. I'm a B.I. Go watch Get Them to the Greek. Brooklyn, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. I already went over that. Please, God, I love that right now. Memphis, John Morant's the key. Now, the team was good without him, but John Morant's the key. All right, he's the key. Um, He's got uh, just as important. You got Dylan Brooks. Desmond Bain, both guys average about 18 points a game. They added Danny Green, strong. Uh, you got Steven Adams, big man, bully ball, you know what I'm saying? Then you got the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion must play. Key players, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCullough, um, John, Gian, uh, Jonas, I'm uh, butcher his name, Valachunas. I broke that down. <laughs> These guys... I don't think they're going to be... They're going to be a six seed. If Zion's playing, the Pelicans are going to be a six seed. The Pelicans is going to be nasty. Nasty. Trust me when I tell you that. All right? So, we'll see how the season breaks out. It's too early for me to be like, who's going to win? But I will promise you this. Lakers will make the playoffs. Clippers will be right in the mix of things, but the Clippers are not going to win the championship. I think their window has passed. If I was Steve Ballmer, I'd be extremely mad because the amount of money he spent on this team, and it's not Paul George's fault. Paul George has balled the last two seasons, but they wasted two productive seasons of Paul George because uh, um, Kawhi Leonard is doing what, I mean, he was hurt, but let's just be real. Kawhi Leonard had that great stint with... The Spurs, he had that amazing run with Toronto, but since then, what have you done for me lately? And it's going to be interesting to see if he can play. He's 100%. We can see what we've seen in the past. The Clippers is going to surpass the Lakers, period. They got two better guys that play better together than whatever the heck the Lakers got going on. All right? uh, But all over the place here. Stay with me, okay? You look at a team like the Cleveland Cavaliers having Devin Mitchell. To a team that's already assembled. That's going to be big. He's going to get buckets. He's playing in the East. It's going to be a little easier. He's not going to have to go through that buzzsaw in the West. Cleveland's going to win the Central. They will. They will win the Central. And they're going to give some... Boston's in disarray right now. The Knicks are the Knicks. Atlanta really hasn't made any improvements. You're going to see some differences real soon. 
Uh, NBA tips off. Um, I didn't write the date. NBA tips off uh, October 18th. Philly and Boston and Lakers and Golden State games I'm gonna watch. Then after that, I'm not gonna pay attention until Christmas. Uh, you got Philly, Knicks, Lakers, Dallas, Milwaukee, Boston, Memphis, Golden State must watch. And then the game to put you to sleep: Phoenix and Denver. <laughs> and then after that's the All Star game, and then after that's the playoffs because that's how the NBA works. It regular season really doesn't matter. Hey, this is Downright Sports, and we appreciate you listening and watching and subscribing. Must subscribe, please subscribe, only subscribe. Subscribe now. Now, when we come back, segment two, we're going to, I will discuss, who the hell is we? I'm going to discuss uh, LeBron James' impact on sports. Yes, yes. I will give his flowers today. Somewhat. Downright Sports. Lana. Lana. Lana! What? Danger zone. The price of fame, shit real, shit real. But fame, man, fuck this shit. But fame, you jump on the beat. DJ, got too many racks on me. I can't even go to sleep just to get in my VIP. I'ma need the CID. I don't trust you. I'm suffering. Don't 
trust you. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I was blessed. First grade. If Elvis was alive now, oh, I said, man. man, you wouldn't even hang out with Elvis. <laughs> I said, yes, I wish it, man. Elvis would be in the lobby of your house, like, say, man, is it in there? <laughs> and I'd be in the room. <laughs> and what's going on, man? He told me to come over. All right, we are back, everybody. So. This is LeBron James's 20th season, and I think it's important that we kind of, we don't kind of, let's think about the impact of what LeBron James has brought to the table of the world of sports, all right? Um, this is a man who has literally turned the sports world <laughs> on its ear, Um he, without a question, has been one of the most important figures in the world of sports. Okay, he... You, I don't know if we're ever going to have a player like LeBron or uh, an athlete is probably the better way to, to, to actually phrase that. There was no hype about Babe Ruth almost 100 years ago. Um, yeah, Babe Ruth played over, he started his career over 100 years ago. It's crazy. There was no hype over um, Willie Mays. There was no hype. There was hype over Muhammad Ali, but it kind of in a, you know, this guy's too arrogant. There was no hype over Emmett Smith. There was no, there was, there was small hype over Joe Montana, but... You didn't have a guy, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, from what I understand, when he was in high school, there was that kind of talk that everybody recognized at the time when he went by his his original name, Luol Cinder. That book was real. When he went by Luol Cinder, that, you know, people recognized he was the number one player in the, in the country. But it wasn't, nothing was to the extent of a LeBron James, okay? LeBron was labeled the chosen one. Okay, he has it tattooed on his back. From the moment, the moment people laid eyes, the comparisons was like, oh. Because you got to say, the timeline in Jordan retiring was realistically 1998. But Jordan finished playing 2002, 2003 when he came back. 2002, 2002, 2003. LeBron is drafted the next year to the NBA. Okay, and from the moment he steps foot, it's this is the guy like he's John Cena. He's going to carry uh, the NBA for 20 years, just like he did. LeBron has shown that his reach is bigger than just being a basketball player, the guy is a businessman he's created businesses he's he shows that just because you're an athlete just because you're a player that you can't own 
movie comp you can't have a movie production company you can't have a tv show you can't do xyz like the guy's hands and everything the space champ sucked but he's in everything all right he's got his friends involved you know he's 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 the GM. He's the owner. When he was with the the Clipper, I mean the, the the Cavaliers, like he's 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 his hands is in it all. And yet you really got to tip your cap because you know in the past great players, Michael Jordan, Jordan's was his only brand. That was it. You know, I'm sure Mike had other businesses or other ventures, but it, it basketball is what Mike did. All right, uh, say Barry Bonds, baseball is what Barry did. Derek Jeter, baseball is what Derek Jeter did, and football, Tom Brady, football, that's it, um, Barry Sanders, football, that's it, like, if you look at what LeBron did, he basically took the, he basically create, he, he's the blueprint for, for the modern athlete, you have players now open, willing to talk, you know, and they don't, you know, they do their own talking, but Players built, you know, they, they're worrying about their brand. They're worrying about life after the sport. You know, they're worrying about, you know, ownership of their own brand. Because when you're an athlete, and you say what you want, but when you're an athlete, excuse me, let me back up. When you're, yeah, you know what? I'm not going back to them. When you're an athlete at any level, and you are a one-of-a-kind athlete, high school, college, and... I'm not using Little League or any of that, but let's say in high school, guys in high school, whether they go professional or they play, when they're in high school and they're the best player. So I hope he watches this show. I really do. And anybody else that went to high school with me, forget it. When I was in high school, I went to Cumberland High School in Virginia, Cumberland, Virginia, and we had a guy, Mark Markel Jones. And from the moment I stepped foot in Cumberland and I said I was going to play baseball, I was told the top athlete at the school was Markel. Markel was a star running back. Markel was, I don't know, he wasn't much, of, he wasn't really the point guard, but in basketball, they wanted him because of his basketball IQ. Markel wasn't putting up 20 points a game, but Markel's work ethic and hustle was there. He was that, he was, you could, Markel was, in high school, he was 5'9". He was getting bucked, you know, he was getting rebounds. He was a defensive. This was a guy from his ninth grade year on was a varsity letterman. Facts. Now there are others that played. His brother was a varsity letterman. Uh, yeah, yeah. His brother was a varsity letterman. Um, four years. Mark Marcus Jones. Sharon was var uh, uh, Yeah, Sharon. Um, Keyshawn. You know those guys were. But the there was no mistaking that you wanted Markel on your team. It's a center fielder and pitcher on the baseball team. Like there was no question. Like all right, that's who we. You want more? Okay, Kel. You got Kel. And he had a brand to protect while in school. You get what I'm saying? He had to kind of keep his nose clean. You know what I'm saying? You, can, you can't have Markel getting suspended. It's a bad look. <laughs> you can't have Markel skip the class. It's a bad look. So he had a brand to protect. Every LeBron James created a brand. And he made other athletes understand how important their brand is. Now, you still got your knuckleheads, but he, you know what I'm saying? LeBron stayed clear out of all of that foolishness and nonsense. And what he has done, when he's gone, his imprint on the game will be here forever. For good or bad. Whether it's, you know, 
I want to build. I want to take my talents to South Beach, whether it's you know, you know, whatever. He has made it. You know, he's he's put himself twenty years. You got to tip your cat to that. And it ain't twenty years stumbling either. The guy averaged like twenty eight points last year, so it ain't twenty years of like oh, you know, the last ten years. <laughs> LeBron's numbers have dropped. They have not dropped. Is he the greatest of all time? Not going that far. When he breaks Kareem's record, is he the greatest of all time? Not going that far. Kareem Abdul went to college for four years. And then joined the NBA and became the all-time leader. LeBron joined the NBA at 19 years old. He had a head start. Apples and oranges. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to call it what I see it. Kareem, six championships. Jordan, six championships. The late, great Bill Russell, 11 championships. Like, winning matters. And that's the other impact on the non-positive note. Le- where Kobe Bryant had Mamba mentality, LeBron had banana boat mentality. LeBron, great shape. But I can argue with anybody that winning has not been the number one priority in that man's career. Just calling it like I see it. He, 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 I don't know if you can sit back and say like, hey, that guy, you know, he really just wanted to win. I don't know if you can say that every season. Kobe, I can say that every season. Can't say that about Shaq every season. Can't say that. I can say that about Jordan. I can say that about Isaiah Thomas. I can say that about, you know, a hand, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, um, Allen Iverson, say what you will, but AI gave it every day. You know what I mean? He gave it every day. But it doesn't take away the fact that when you start having the conversation of who's, I hate you, I'm not using the word to go anymore because LL Cool J made the goat up in like 1999, 2000 on that album, which was an awesome album, but now it's just overused everywhere. When you start having a conversation, who's the all-timer? Who's the top tier? Who's the Mount Rushmore? You, It's going to be hard to keep that man's face off. Somebody just got pushed off. It's Jordan. That face ain't going anywhere. Just not. It's just not. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you can make a strong argument for, for magic. You can make a, a hell of an argument for wilt. You know, everybody can make an argument for it. You're going to make an argument for LeBron. And no question he's top 10 all time. No question he's top 5 all time, I would say. if you. But if you, I wanted to nitpick it, I could. But I'm not. You know, just for his impact in the game. And just being that that change. You know, giving players more power. Players the ability to, to voice what they feel. And not just have to just shut up, shut up and dribble. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference, you know. So... It's whatever. Congratulations, LeBron, on the 20th season. And I can't wait to watch this year. And as soon as you slip, the notorious sports critic will be right there to catch you, brother. Ooh, yeah. All right, check this out. Downright Sports is going into the news segment. So if you're watching on Facebook, if you're listening on DJ Chase Radio and you're listening on Dynasty Radio, you get the news. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, She Real Radio, Fab 94.5, and Track Radar Radio, you're getting music, all right? Win-win for everybody. So when we return, some of you will get the news, others will get music. And what will that song be? Well, it's a goodie. It's I Love You Baby by Puff Daddy and Black Rob off of the 
Puff Daddy and the fam. Well, I don't care. Let's go. Darren Sports. The nation's leading producer of aluminum presents an exciting new headline game. It's news to me. Let's break it down. Starting with Cleveland Browns DN Miles Garrett is out the hospital. He was in a car injury, a car accident. And he suffered a shoulder injury. Speedy recovery to him. Probably won't be playing Sunday, but if he does, it just shows you how much of a monster he is. Let's just go to the skull. Starting with D1 college football. Number four, Michigan beat Maryland. 34 to 27 and a close one. Number five, Clemson had a shootout with number 21, Wake Forest, beating them 51 to 45. Upset alert. Kansas State beat number six, Oklahoma, 41 to 34. Let's go D2. Uh, Boy State beat St. Augustine, 36 to 20. Shaw beat Elizabeth City, 35 to 16. Going to the NFL. Top quarterback from week three, Jalen Hurt. He won. That's why. If you look up the numbers, he's my top because he won. Winning matters. Jalen Hurt uh, beat the Washington Commanders. Salute the Commanders. They got to change that name. Uh, 24-8. to uh, Jalen Hurt went 22-35 for 35 with three of them touchdowns, baby. Three of them things. All right. Uh, top running back or top rusher, if you will. He wasn't, but I threw him out there. Lamar Jackson, he won, uh, He finished uh, 30, he won the game 37-26, to 26, but he rushed for 106 yards and a touchdown. Touchdown. Let's go. Touchdown. Uh, top wide receiver, Devontae Smith uh, for the Eagles, 169 yards with a touchdown. That's a big game. And then we round things off defensively. Jalen Petrie. Two interceptions with the Houston te- at te- at Texans. All right, looking at the MLB playoff race. Teams that are in, just in. The Yankees clinched the American League East. Let's go. Aaron Judge is in his home run, though. Yankees are in. Cleveland's in. In the National League, the Mets is in. Atlanta's in. Go sit down. The Dodgers are in. Waiting to get in. The Toronto, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Seattle uh, Mariners trying to end the longest drought currently right now. The Baltimore Orioles in the National League, the Padres, Phillies, and Brewers. Everybody else is just sitting back. The baseball playoffs start October 7th. Don't know why it starts on a Friday. They should start on Tuesday. You do not want to go into the weekend competing with the NFL. That's how your ratings take. You shouldn't do it. I would have started the baseball playoffs Tuesday, and I would have had it like so people are more engaged. You got football on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like it's just a mess. Anyway, that's it for the news. When we come back in segment number three, I got a bunch of stuff to cover. We're gonna talk sports controversies. This is Downright Sports.
Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer! All right, we're back. Let's wrap things up, shall we? I got a lot of time. <laughs> Can't do this a little too quick now. <laughs> anyway, so the sports world has been a little topsy-turvy with some of its controversies, okay? Why am I recording this thing? Um, hold on one second. So, sad it. All right, so we have the Boston Celtics head coach. Um, I'm not going to butcher his name, but he had his situation. So I didn't comment on it last week on purpose, and I'm still kind of not going to comment on it. I'm going to kind of keep it. I'm, I'm going to stay away from it as hard as pot pause. I'm going to stay away from it to the best of my ability, but let's just be real. He broke a rule. All right, he broke a rule which is not, you know, you're, you're not, they don't want you fraternizing, all right, on the job. A lot of jobs is like that where I currently work kind of has that same policy, you know, they don't, they don't root against love, but it makes for a very uncomfortable workplace if you have people you know, just willy-nilly doing what they want. And um, I, I think that, you know, I really think his situation is so, it, it's it's so messy for so many reasons because should it have been publicized why he was suspended, people are going to find out, they're going to ask. You know what I'm saying? And I think we found ourselves in a situation where this shouldn't even be a topic of conversation, but it's a sports topic and it is a topic of conversation. And some, you know, if you're an old school thinker, you're like, well, how are people supposed to find love? Well, this was different because he was in a relationship. So he was already kind of sort of committing adult, you know, he wasn't kind of sort of, he was cheating, which used to be frowned upon. And so, so the NYPD, in the old days, if you got caught, I'm sure they did it, but if you basically was caught cheating on your spouse, you could get fired for that. Because, it, you know, if you're cheating in any form of life, it kind of comes up as, can we trust this person? So, some of the conversation is, you know, why haven't we found out who the lady is? Why, why is he the only one? Because he's the name. You know, he's the head coach. If she is a receptionist in, in you know, the... The merchandising department, I don't think nobody really cares. You know, it's more or less like the head coach of the team did something wrong. And it is wrong because it's the rules of the organization. It'd be different if it wasn't a rule. It'd be different if the Boston Celtics had, like, <clears throat> this rule where it was just like, hey, you do whatever you want, you know. Down in the locker room, we just have huge orgies with whoever. Like, yeah, it's just a free-for-all. That's different. It states in the, the rules, like, yo, nah, this ain't cool. Can't do that, bruh. So, you know, if he's suspended, I think he should be suspended for you. I don't think he should be fired. You know, like, I, I think, like, he, what he did was wrong, you know, on the scale of, like, yo, you got a yo, woman. Oh, my G. Nia Long is his woman. Like, <laughs> my dude. Yeah, and then, you know, the internet. Yo, Nia Long is my woman. Like, calm down. Like, calm down. But at the same token, like, nah, it, I, you know, it's, 
it's going to suck more or less like what happens because it's supposed to be there's more to this story. I hope not. I hope this is all it is. Uh, you know, he serves a suspension. A year is to me a bit much, but if that's what it takes to kind of like, hey, we don't want this to happen again, that's what it's going to take, you know. So, last week, I went on, I gave my thoughts on the Phoenix Suns owner, and it looks like he's, I I said last week in my, in my, man, stop licking me, I said last week that a year suspension and him getting fined a couple shuckles was not good enough. And now he's going to sell the team. So, yeah, the pressure was on. I thought that made more sense. Even still, him selling the team. Oh, no, that's where I went off. Him selling the team. That's what it was. Aha. I remember it. I thought him selling the team and profiting sucked. But I stayed away from the Brett Favre situation because I was kind of like, this can't be real. Well, it is. And apparently, Brett Favre, man, you got to go sit, baby. Like, I appreciate you being part of the show. Thank you for sitting over here. Don't pull that down. Don't pull that down. Good dog. Man, man. Showtime. In your spot. Good girl. Good girl. She's such a good dog. I wish I could turn the camera, but it's so far. And I don't have a camera, man. You just gonna sit there and look at me? That's what you gonna do? That's what we do now? You just look? You just, you're gonna sit and stare at me? Just gonna squint with one ear back and one ear forward? That's what we doing now? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Go sit, baby. Go sit. Alright, so, Brett Favre apparently <laughs> used his celeb to just, you know, take all the taxpayer dollars. The craziest thing I've ever heard. When Brett Favre played, he was idolized by so many men, white men. And, you know, he was the gunslinger, the last of the last. Like, you got to think, when Brett Favre stopped playing, he was old. Tom Brady has surpassed that. With, if this is true... Which it seems to be the um, the governor and Brett Favre all should be put in jail. <laughs> I don't know how the hell these guys are walking and eating and like not serving jail time. Like they need you can't have people in Mississippi not having water. And Brett Favre just like caking up bread because apparently his daughter's volleyball team needed a new gym. Like, are you serious with this? Like, this can't... What? Imagine, if you will, Brett Favre was not Brett Favre, but he was retired quarterback Aaron Brooks. Who remembers him? Who used to play... For the Saints. And now I have any other black quarterbacks I can think of? No, not really. Because we're not going down the Vic path. But imagine if Aaron Brooks. We got word that Aaron Brooks had the. And the Atlanta governor. That's probably not going to work. Because Atlanta governor. No, we don't have no black governors. But it, do we have a black governor anywhere? Is there a black governor? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm not going to Google that. I'm just going to stand behind that. I'm pretty pretty savvy on my politics. I don't think so. But imagine. Imagine. It was like, yo, I want a new basketball gym for my kid. And something else. And they just gave him an upload of absurd amount of money. While like one of your towns was just like out of water. <laughs> like the next headline would be brothers going to jail. Like, that would be the headline. 
Well, but Brett Favre just lives his life. You know, he's just chilling. You know, like, and the fact that, like, I think it's even better. Like, what makes the ice on the cake, like, ESPN doesn't cover it. Like, ESPN just been like, oh, well, this coach got caught cheating. Like, okay, like, he hurt his team, but he ain't hurt a whole state. Like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. It is Brett Favre, out of all people, who could have probably paid for the gym by himself. Like, he could have easily just blared to be cut you a check. It would have been a tax write-off. Instead, he just got paid. Like, that's that's disgusting. Like, if I don't hear grand jury indictments on the governor of uh, Mississippi and Brett Favre and whoever else was involved, like, I want answers. In the words of Mike Wilbon, they all need to go to jail. Like, that's just plain it. Like, that's it. Alright, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So, ESPN does a simulcast. Uh, they do like a, like a Monday Night Football does for baseball. They do um, one with Michael Kay, who calls the Yankees, and um, Alex Rodriguez. I don't know why they picked Michael Kay. I like Michael Kay, but I don't know if he's a household enough name for that. I would, you know, honestly, I would have just did two players. You know, I did A-Rod and CC or a-Rod and Manny or A-Rod and somebody. But ESPN, the the cojones on this network, this past Sunday, while Aaron Judge, a man with no speculation to get, uh, get of uh, speculation of steroid use, put on at one time Barry Barnes, Roger Clemens, and Aaron Judge and had them sit on live TV and talk about baseball. And I, quite frankly, loved it and would watch. That needs to be next year's simulcast is those three talking heads. And Barry Bonds answered the question about the Hall of Fame. Michael K. went there. You could tell he was getting uncomfortable. Like, he was like, mm, how do I ask him? And he asked. And he Bonds answered. He's like, I don't really care, but I'm still going to get in. And... A-Rod has come out. He got caught, so he had to, you know, he had to admit it. Roger and Bonds have not been caught. You know, this is speculation, but they haven't been caught. And I think it's unfair that the Baseball Hall of Fame does not have Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in there. The Baseball Hall of Fame is a museum, boys and girls. And you're telling me, like, the Smithsonian has, like, Andrew Jackson and Richard Nixon a part of it. Run you know what I mean? But they don't have Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez. They, like, they have their gloves and their bats in there and their jerseys from the things that they've done, but they can't make the Hall of Fame. I think it's dumb. Um, I really do. I really do think it's dumb. And we're, we're in the NBA and the NFL, they embrace their players for good or bad because it's the history. They're, baseball, no, no other sport is more entrenched in history than baseball and Roger Clemens is entertaining as hell and has a lot to offer A-Rod he's like a robot but he's informative and he gives you so much and Barry Bonds is actually the guy knows what he's talking about he talked about the fact that these players are like just so robotic in a sense that he said yeah I was a home I was a good hitter but he said if they shifted on me I'll bunt every day till they stop like he said I'll just drop a bunt all the time 
And I believe that to be true because I think the way they raise these players today is like so absurdly dumb. You know, like Barnes is like, you know, you got to look. The great, the greatest hitters of all time. We don't know what their launch angle was. Uh, Hank Aaron had quick wrists. He went to the ball. Barry Bonds went to the ball. They didn't do this chopping uppercut thing. And the A Rod said something that was alarming to me. He said he, uh, uh, an executive said he'd rather have a guy strike out two hundred times. He doesn't care. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like. The object of baseball, yes, a home run counts, but the object of baseball is to put the ball in play. You get what I'm saying? You put the ball in play. A-Rod and Barry Bonds were two of the best to ever do it, and Roger Clemens was the best to prevent them from doing it. And they're not in the Hall of Fame, but I give ESPN credit. They had three of the greatest players that are not going to be in the Hall of Fame, and it's a, it's sad. You know what? We're going to start Downright Sports Hall of Fame. And I'm, they're inducted. I'm going to send out an invite. I think A-Rod might answer. I don't see the other two answers. <laughs> I think A-Rod might answer. Hey, thank you all for listening. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, uh, the NBA preview show, pretty cool. Um, next week, Downright Sports is dark. All right, I'm going out of town for a few days. And um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need a break when I come back. <laughs> so, Downright Sports is going dark. We'll be back uh, in two weeks. Uh, when will we be back? Uh, good question. Uh, October 11th, the show returns October 11th, um, we will uh, resume things, but here's the crazy part, I will be doing pop-up episodes live, officially live on DJ Chase Radio, there will be uh, quick pop-up live versions of Downright Sports after every, uh, during the MLB playoffs, once, a, once the AL series the, eight, the divisional series, uh, those games are done. Once, once the wild card series is done, once the the, the American League champion and the National League championship, and then the World Series, I will do pop up episodes, and you can listen to the pop. If you miss the live version, you can catch the podcast pop up. They're going to be 15, 30 minutes tops. They won't be long, and I'm I I really like doing those pop up shows. I started doing them. During the NBA Finals a couple years ago. I didn't do it this past year. Because I was kind of like. Show went dark. <laughs> we, were moved, we were preparing to move. But we're going. I'm going to do that this year. And I hope to have some fun with it. And I think there'll be fun. I'm going to try to have some. Um, in October and November. We're going to try to have some guests on. Talk a little football. Nobody important. But I'm gonna, I got to fill up some airtime. So. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Please check out Downright Sports. Uh, weekdays at 12 o'clock. On DJ Chase Radio. Uh, check it out on Thursdays at Dynasty Radio NY. Uh, Saturday at 8 o'clock at night. Saturdays all day. Starting at 8 a.m. on Fab 94.5. The Hits. Then at 3 p.m. on Trap Radar Radio. And then finish it out Sunday at noon at She Real Radio. You can download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. If you download the podcast on Apple, leave a comment and like. If you watch on YouTube, leave a comment and subscribe. You can follow me at TikTok and Instagram, uh, where you get the and Facebook and the uh, Facebook uh, fan page. You will get the uh, the Sunday uh, daily. Uh, Sunday edition where I give you the news of the week and some news that happened 
the day before. So I appreciate all you guys. You guys are fine. Be safe. Fall is here. If you're up north, I'll be in the south again. So I'm going to sweat again. I got some practice with these lights again. Uh, I get a lot of agains, again, again, and again, and again. All right. So you guys are amazing. I thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. As always, deuces. It's a killer, you'll be banging on my chest, bang, bang, go relax.